0: Welcome to another inspirational message from Church on the Rock Pile. Thank you for listening. And if you would like more information, you can visit us at www.therockchurch.co.za. Faith is substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. So what you are hoping for. And when we do that, we always reflect on our future. Not so. What's lying ahead. And I believe we all have a life that we desire, that we are moving forward towards. And I pray you are, I pray you have vision for your future. You don't have poverty of vision for your life, for your business, for your family, because without vision, people perish, the word of God says. And so we want a life of impact, we want a life of success, we want to laugh, we want to enjoy life, and those are all admirable. Excuse my voice, it's still very sexy, hey? My wife says, (laughs) Oh, Mark, you got the sexy voice. Uh, it hasn't gone away for the last couple of weeks. And uh, I'm trusting God that it will do that by the end of the service. May my voice get stronger while I preach in Jesus' name. And so all those things that you're trusting for in your life are admirable. There's nothing wrong with any of that. But I propose that the life you want doesn't always come the way you think it should. A lot of us think that to get what we want, we have to... Do it in the way of the world. I have to work harder. I have to get up early. I've got to stay up late. And while that is good, we often get so frustrated and exhausted because we made the plans, but then took the wrong road, and we've ended up down the road at the wrong destination. So if you're ready to be encouraged by the word today, say after me, my heart's open. My mind's ready. I won't be the same again. In Jesus' name, name. amen. Amen. Are you ready? Is your heart open? All right. I believe that the life that you desire is available in God. I really do. But it's not going to come the way you think. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. What are all the other things? All the other things are what Matthew is talking about if you read the whole of chapter 6. All the other things are why do you worry about what you eat? Why do you worry about what you will wear? Why do you worry about basically the kind of life that you will have? He's saying all that and then he, he goes, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things that you are stressing about for your future. You know? What my, you know, where will I find work? Should I take that promotion or shouldn't I? Where are we going to live? What house should I buy? Am I going to be a good parent? Is my marriage going to last? Um, am I going to find a spouse? All these things, if you'll put me, seek me first, then all these other things, the life that you want, will be added to you as well. That's the kingdom of God. That's the avenue in other words God says if you'll seek me first I'll be the one that does the heavy lifting and so this verse is talking about priority not so but it's also talking about pattern pattern priority is seek first that gives us order Don't seek God second. Don't seek God third. He doesn't want to be fifth on your list. He doesn't want to be after your child and then after your spouse, after your career or your friendships, after that sporting activity. God doesn't want to be after all those things. No. He wants to be first. Seek first the kingdom of God. But he's also talking about pattern. Each day, what am I going to do? I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God. It's going to be the pattern of my life. When hard times come, when sickness comes, God first. When good days come, God first. When I don't have direction for my life, God first. Seek God first. Wait, I know exactly what to do. I, I, I know what I'm supposed to do. I, I, I know that. I, I will seek God first. The pattern day after day after day is I'm going to seek God. God first. I'm going to seek the kingdom of God. Priority and pattern. Are you with me? Now, there's another text in the Bible that shows us how to do that, and I believe that we will live a blessed life if we can get this seek first thing right in our lives. No matter where you are on your journey of faith, I believe that if you seek first the kingdom of God the best is yet to come and it'll be more than just a sticker on, on my computer here all right and so we're going to be looking at John 15 today John 15 1 to 5 and it says there I am the true vine and my father is the gardener this is Jesus speaking he's using a metaphor and he's saying I am the vine I've got the roots down into the dirt. God the Father is the gardener, and he is working the vine. Verse 2, he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. Why? So that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the words I've spoken to you. Remain in me. Somebody shout, remain as I also, he gives us this promise, as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. In other words, the Christian life isn't hard. It's impossible to do on your own. And then he says, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit, apart from me you can do nothing, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added to you if you remain in me, then you will bear fruit the life that you want is the fruit of your life did you hear me? the life that you want is the fruit of your life that's what we're talking about if you are really desiring fruit You know, I want peace in my life. That's fruit. I want success in my life. That's fruit. I want impact in my life. That's fruit. Are you with me? And Jesus says, I want you to have all this too, but I'm not going to come. It's not going to come the way that you think it will. So I'm going to tell you what to do so you can get the fruit you can get the fruitful life that you are really wanting and the way you do it is to remain in me before that he said you are already clean because of the words I've spoken to you this is not a salvation issue it's a fruit bearing issue he says you're clean because of the words I've spoken to in other words your salvation of heaven because of your relationship with God is not based on anything that you can do all right it's not on how good you are or how bad you are. It's not on how many times that you come to church or don't come to church. It's only based on the grace of God alone. Nothing more, nothing less. He loves you just the way you are, but He won't leave you there. Praise God. That's the grace of God. But this is about fruit. This is about evidence that you are plugged into the vine. And it's not unreasonable of God, I believe, to expect fruit from us. It's not unreasonable of God to expect fruit from you. To expect evidence that you are connected to the vine. And that's why he says at the beginning, if a branch doesn't bear fruit, I cut it off. I cut it off the vine. Why? Because there's death there. The only reason it wouldn't bear fruit is if it's dead because it's not really connected to the vine. It's not getting the nutrients from the vine. So God says, if you're not connected and you say, you are one of mine, that you are a follower, then you will have evidence. There will be evidence in your life of it. Not perfection, but evidence. And that's not unreasonable of him. You know, it's not condemning. This message is not to condemn you. It's just that if you connect it, he expects some things uh, of you in your life. It means we're going to be life-giving when we talk about people. We're going to be generous in how to live our lives. We're going to give uh, our lives away so that we can serve others. That's what it means to be a disciple, to be a Christian. There's going to be some fruit in our lives and he says the way you produce the fruit is listen to me it's not new it's same it's not new it's same the word remain means to continue in that's the definition to continue in other words I'm going to keep doing the same but God, we need the new thing, you know. What's the new thing that's going on? I mean, I'm, I'm seeing it on YouTube. I'm seeing it on, on the channel. You know? No, no. You need the same. You just need to keep doing the same. Now, there are some same's that you don't need to keep doing, right? Are you with me? I've got a few of them. You can write these down. You don't need to do stupid same. All right? Stupid same is doing the same thing, getting you nowhere, expecting different results. Amen? You don't need stagnant same. That's no progress. Not moving forward. Not becoming what God wants you to be. Don't do scared same. Allowing fear to control your life. Don't do stubborn same. Refusing to change, even though the current path is not leading you to a new life. It's not leading you to the life that you want. Some people are stuck in stupid, stubborn, same, you know. The, the, the stupidest same thing. And I'll tell you why. Because of the circle that you run with. Are you listening to me? You're doing stupid stuff because you're hanging around with stupid people. Can I be honest? That's why you need to get into a small life group. We call them life groups. Amen? Life groups, not religious groups. There's enough of them in the valley. Go join one of them. Amen. We've got to know that. We wanna break free from everything that that's coming against us, you know. So be careful of the group that you are running in. Because the group that you're running in, maybe every time you try to break free, they will do everything they can to pull you back down, to do the same that leads you away from where God wants you to be in your life. Same can actually be to your advantage. Did you know that? Think about when you're doing the right things, same is to your advantage. Think about the athlete that, that goes to gym every single day, every single day. Every single day. Same, same, same shows up every single day. What happens? They end up becoming the ones that we watch on TV. Yeah. Not so? Let's pray right now. There's a little boy somewhere, and he is kicking a ball. Every single day, the same, the same, the same between the rugby posts, so that in 2031 or two, whatever, we can have a kicker in the team, praise <laughs> God. Doing the same. That's my rent. Doing the same thing. It's consistency that compounds in your life over and over and over. And some of us miss what God wants to do because we do the same for three days and then we move on to something else. And there's no room for the roots to go down, there's no time for even a bud to come and spring, there's no time for fruit to start bearing because after three days, eh, I don't like this one. Yeah, I did this and what else? I think I'll do that. Yeah, this book's great. I'll, whatever it is. And you know what we do? We give up too easily. Yeah. But same fruit, I believe, bears. Or I should say, same bears fruit. Yeah. Are you with me? Think of Joshua and the children of Israel. God said to them, well, here's how we're going to defeat the enemy and we're going to take over Jericho. Here's the life that you want and it's not going to come the way that you think it will. You're going to take down the walls of Jericho, they coming down, but go and walk around in silence for six days. Huh? Come on, that's an inspiring vision to share to the people, eh? You gather the nation. God has spoken. They're like, we're ready, we're ready. Yeah, cool, let's go, let's go. Bring down the fire from heaven. We're gonna see lightning bolts, you know. It's gonna be amazing, there's gonna be smoke, there's gonna be angels flying around, yeah. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Everybody line up. Get your garments, your apple, your Fitbit watches, because we're gonna walk around and around and nobody say a word, okay? guys we meet you again tomorrow morning right day after day after day Saturday comes we're gonna walk a seventh time same day after day remain in me you want to have fruit remain in me you want the life that you want you want impact, you want peace, you want freedom, you want healing, all the fruit that you want, remain in me day after day after day after day. Come on. And this is where some of us stop moving forward because I feel like I'm just, ah, wasting my time. Every year's just the same, didn't Joshua feel like, you know, he was just wasting his time because I need the now move. I need the quick. I need a text immediately. I need a word now. No, time is to your advantage when you are doing the same thing. It isn't a disadvantage, why? Because the more you do the same, like the more you hit the gym day after day after day, After day, you get stronger. And if you put in less time, you get weaker. Can I tell you, the more time you put into remaining in God, the stronger you get, the deeper you get, the more intimacy you experience, the more power you receive, the more fruitfulness that you will have in your life. But it takes time. Remain in Him. What is the potential ahead of you? Think of it. What is the potential ahead of you in your life? I don't know. I honestly don't know. But I can tell you if I can see your patterns, because your potential is in your patterns, I'll be able to tell you. What are your patterns right now? Be honest. Ask your partner, your friend, your best friend, your spouse what are your patterns? because we're blind to them. And Jesus gives us some great patterns, and if you would get into these and do the same, day after day after day, you know. Oh, Mark, that sounds so monotonous. No, it's day after day after day that all of a sudden you'll see a little bud come out. All of a sudden you'll see a little bit of fruit beginning to bear. And you'll begin to see a little bit of harvest in your life. All of a sudden, you'll begin to say, wow, man, I didn't notice that. Look what's before me. And then you will look back and you'll think, wow, I didn't even notice. You know, on this journey, I have found peace that passes all understanding. I don't wrestle with that anxiety anymore in my life. All of a sudden, you won't even know it. But there's a peace in your home. You are making a difference in the lives of other people. People in your life, it didn't happen overnight, there are no overnight successes, it's because I remained in the vine, and the gardener was working with me, and the gardener was developing me, pruning me, so that I could bear fruit, but it's remaining, it's remaining, what other things do you need to remain in, write these down, because you're not going to remember them. Jesus has already told us, remain in prayer. In prayer. in prayer." Folks, you know, this is not rocket science. Yeah. And most of life isn't in our lives. The difference between people that are super successful and those that aren't is that they are just willing to do the things that nobody else is willing to do. Did you hear me? And they are willing to do them every day. They're willing to grow every day, to invest, every day, but most people aren't willing to do that, and that's just the truth, so I'm just telling you, if you want fruitfulness in your life, and you want to really see the best to come in your life, then remain, remain, that's good Mark, but how do I remain? Don't wait for the week of prayer at the beginning of the year before you start praying, Make a habit of connecting with God the Father throughout your day, throughout the day, throughout the day. Just tweet him, just tweet him. Talk to him. The Bible says pray about everything. The Bible says through prayer and supplication let your requests be known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will fill your heart and minds in Christ Jesus. It doesn't have to be huge, religious, eloquent words. You're not trying to be a theologian. It's just conversation with God. Yeah. You know, I'm so tired of the religious spirit that masquerades as Christianity. I am. I see it all the time. People confront me with it all the time. It's so rife in the spirit. I was away last week and they said to me, what is the, the spirit, would you say, over your town? I said, religious. There's a religious spirit that tries to turn in everything into Um, works in our lives. And God just wants to come and talk to you. Just be there. Just have a conversation with him. How do I remain? I'll get into his word. His word is a light to my feet. I mean, can you believe? A lamp to my path. If I keep in his word, I'll get direction. I'll get inspiration. I'll get correction when I need it. Hello, somebody. That's against the spirit of this age. Don't you try and correct me. No. Remain in the word of God. It will correct you. Amen. How else do I remain? I will worship. Not just once at the end of the month. I had a person who said to me, Phew. in the week I said, we, we're going to meet on uh, Sunday night for worship, and he said to me, "Yes, comes around quickly. Eh? Yes, we're always worshiping in the night. I said, uh, Only 12 times a year in the evening do we do that? You know, we need to worship, we need to, to remain in worship by worshiping God. In the morning service, not just waiting for the evening service, come together and worship him with all your heart. By worship in your home, by worship in your car, by putting on some praise music that is there, hallelujah, in the car. It's having a heart of gratitude and just thanking God for his goodness and thanking God for his grace. Are you with me? It's just remaining, being a bit the same. A lot of us want the new, we want the flashy, we want the new book, the new YouTube message, the new thing that will change my life if I can find it. You don't need a new word. You don't need a new setting. I'm just saying maybe you just need to stick to the basics, God, I'm just going to show up every day, and I'm going to love you, I'm going to love others, I'm going to be generous, pray, read the word of God, I'm going to worship you, God, I'm going to lean into you, I'm just going to do the same, God, I'm going to remain, can we apply this to everyday life, yes, I'm just going to date my wife every week. Have dinner with her at the table day after day after day without some device playing in the background. Why? Because consistency compounds over time. The same over and over and over. Let's be a people that remain. Amen. Amen. Somebody say remain. Because, listen to this, your fruitfulness is found in your faithfulness. Your fruitfulness is found in your faithfulness. I always say, give God a year of your life. Start now and go all out on everything. Come to prayer. Get on a dream team. Join a life group where you will do life together. Not a religious group. We believe in doing life together. I love it when I hear the life groups are having bourgeois briars and coming together to Uh, watch rugby, and go for park runs, and man, I love it, life groups, action groups, they're so good, laugh together, that a religious spirit truly hates that, Um, so start being generous, serving the needs of others in this house, just just be out there, and I promise you, if you go all in, your life will become fruitful, and you won't be the same again, Some of you have tried this before and you say, "Wow, Mark, I'm I'm really inconsistent. I don't want you to feel condemnation right now. No. But here's why you are inconsistent. Ready? You have to fall in love with faithfulness, not fruitfulness. You have to fall in love with faithfulness. Not fruitfulness. Think of those words. These are deep. Somebody said to me, Oh, this church is shallow, eh? Well, if you get this in your life, it'll never be the same again. You have to fall in love with faithfulness, not fruitfulness. You've got to fall in love with the routine, not the reward. Are you with me? If you fall in love with the reward, the peace, the blessing, the prosperity, then the routine becomes monotonous and you will eventually quit monotony. It's just human nature. All of us do that. Listen, I'm ADHD, so I'm quick to say, I'm out of (laughs) here. Like, whoa, this is boring. If you fall in love with faithfulness, You won't fall away. But if you fall in love with fruitfulness. I just want the answer to my prayer. I want the answer to what I'm seeking. When you get that, it'll be like, ah, what's next in my life? You've got to be like, I love being with you every day in my quiet time thank you, God, that I get to get into your presence, whether you answer my prayers or not. I'm just going to keep on keeping on with you, God, in this place, meeting with you daily. Are you with me? Yes. God, when I open your word, whether you speak to me or not, I'm just in love with connecting. with you. I'm in love with the routine. It doesn't mean that when my alarm goes off early in the morning, that I spring out of bed with a smile, hey, praise God, it's freezing cold. Oh, it's rainy and wet outside, and it's so miserable there. But hey, hey, I'm with Jesus. No, I'm freezing, and it's cold at times. But I love his presence, I love his word. And I'm truly grateful for the reward, but I'm not in love with the reward. Because watch this, you must get this. Because the real reward isn't the fruit, it's the vine. The real reward isn't the fruit, it's the vine. The real reward isn't what he gives me. The real reward is him. The real reward is me staying connected to him. Me staying in love with him. Yes, I'm grateful for the blessing. I thank God for the fruit. I thank God for the reward in my life. But I've got to fall in love with the routine and the faithfulness. Why? Because then you'll be able to stay faithful in the middle of everything. Jesus said, remain in me, and I'll remain in you, because apart from me, you can do nothing. But if you remain in me, you will bear much fruit. He said, you will bear much fruit. Firstly, when we don't love the routine, we can give up and not see fruitfulness. But secondly, we can also not understand the season the season. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Remain. He didn't say, you will bear fruit all the time, all year round. Are you with me? Vines have nine stages in the cycle of fruit bearing. They have things like renewal. When the spring comes, they have budding, and they have leaf bearing, and then there are grape buds, uh, that that, that uh, is a season, there's a ripening season that also has to take place. And then they have one that we don't like, called dormancy, where nothing seems to happen. And some of us become frustrated because we want every season to be a fruit-bearing season in our life. And in my journey of faith, i found that not every season is fruit-bearing. Sometimes it's renewal because I've just gone through hell in my life and I need some renewal. Hello, somebody. For some of you, it feels like, uh, like, like life is uh, as if it's starting to come back in your life. Little leaves are, are starting to bud. And for some, there's some fruit beginning to ripen. And for some, it's a harvest season. And then there's a dormant season that comes. And if I don't know the season I'm in, I'll get frustrated and give up on seeking first the kingdom of God. I'll say, this doesn't work for me. When actually it does. Some of you want harvest season, but you're in a character building season. Some want breakthrough season, but you're learning how to deal with and be faithful with a little. Before God goes back to giving you much. Or giving you a promotion, whatever it is. You've got to know the season that you are in. On the flip side, some of you are in a dormant season and you've got stuck there. But listen to me, God's got a word for you. This is the season of breakthrough, this is the season of healing, this is the season for God to do exceedingly abundantly, you know, above anything that you could ask or imagine. Just don't quit. Because whether it is dormancy or renewal or leaf budding, our response stays the same. Remain. Continue in. But watch this, because it's awesome. The process is the same, but the duration depends on the gardener. Why? Because it depends on what the gardener is trying to do with the fruit. Early harvest, late harvest. And God knows what he's trying to do in your life. He knows what kind of fruit he's trying to produce in your life. So he determines the season. Your job is, I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep trusting. I'm going to keep giving. I'm going to keep serving. I'm going to keep worshiping. I will be in the house tonight. Amen. I'm going to keep believing your word. I'll remain in the vine because that is where my source is. It's where my power is. I'm going to remain. My last thought is this. What happens when the grapes come off the vine? Can somebody tell me? They get crushed. They get crushed. And some of you feel as if You are in a crushing season. Mark, I'm not in the other seasons. I just feel life is crushing me. Olives, like grapes, are also crushed. And what you need to know about the olive is that when they bud on the tree, they are their hardest. And when the first rains come, it softens them up, I'm told. And it's after that that they are picked and then crushed. Why? Because the goodness of the olive is in the oil. Are you with me? Which can only come out through the crushing. And the purpose of grapes is for the juice to come out. Hey. It's when the juice comes out that it starts to bless others. So can I speak into your spirit? If you're in a crushing season, I feel to say this to you. Your greatest anointing is the oil that's going to flow from you. What you're walking through right now won't kill you. You may feel like you are in over your head. You may feel that um, God has totally forgotten about you. You may feel as if he is hurting you, but he isn't. You have been chosen. You are in a process. You are being crushed but you are a precious prize because there is something in you that the world needs and your greatest anointing will come out of your greatest crushing. Your greatest testimony will come out of your greatest crushing and it's not going to be about you. God's gonna put something on you and for you so that you can touch the world around you. I believe that. He hasn't forgotten about you. He loves you. Amen. I believe God's plan and purpose is to use you in a powerful and purposeful way. But the word of the Lord is this. Remain in the vine. Remain. Guard your heart. Don't become bitter. Become better. Keep praying. Keep trusting. Keep hoping. Keep serving. Remain connected to the vine. Because apart from me, you can do nothing. But but if you stay connected to me, you will bear much fruit on my good days, on my bad days, whether I can see a light at the end of the tunnel or not, I'm remaining in the vine When none of it or all of it makes sense. I'm remaining. I, I'm going to respond. I'm going to be the same. I'm going to remain. And God says, if you do, come on team, you can come up. If you do, you will bear much free fruit. Much fruit. The life you want, that you want in your life Will not come in the way that you thought it would, but it's going to come when you remain. My word to you today is remain and continue in. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for your word. I pray for those that are here, Lord, just in their spirit. They haven't understood the concept, they haven't been in love with the faithfulness, they've been in love with the fruitfulness. And I pray that your spirit would just wash over them now. They would see that you have a plan and purpose for their life. That you are with them right there. They just have to remain on the vine. They might be in a dormant season. I pray God they would understand the budding season is coming for some of you the step you need to take is not so much about faithfulness or remaining but it's about getting plugged into the vine becoming connected to the vine i'm talking about a relationship with jesus christ not religion not your best efforts or trying hard or talking a certain language and acting a certain way. No, it's about surrendering to God and having a relationship with Him that that shines out of you to people around you. Wow, what an amazing message today. And you know what, if you made that decision today to make the Lord your personal Lord and Savior, I want you to just repeat this prayer after me uh, because you know what, it's yes, by the decision, but also by the confession of your mouth. So we can all go and pray together and, and just repeat this after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I've made mistakes and I've done wrong but I ask for your forgiveness. I ask you to come into my life and make me whole. Use me and mold me for your glory. I believe that you came to this earth and died on the cross and rose again so that I may have everlasting life. Thank you, in Jesus' name. And all God's fabulous, fantastic people said, a